guys. I'm Lana Turner, and you're listening to the Perfect 10 Podcast. And I'm so lucky. I'm having such a good run this week because I have two amazing guests with me in studio. Um, guys, okay, let me introduce. Okay, so I did a podcast this week um, called TNA Se- Talk Sex, and it was so much fun. And I'm with two beautiful women, which, by the way, this is our first time to ever record for YouTube. So you guys can check us out and, and see us all in, in the flesh, um, which because you have to do because you're hot. You girls are so hot. I have uh, Stephanie Allen and Christina Hepburn. Hi. Hi. Did I say it right? Hep- Hep- Sure. Hepburn, right? yeah. Hepburn. Okay, yeah. I, didn't want, I didn't want to mess it up. You, they're both like beautiful names too. Thank you. Thank right? you. Girls just like, you got it all. <laughs> I I'm going to so come here fun. every day. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I feel like it's a great way to start the day. <laughs> I have to say though, like as a child, I'd be like, mom, like how did you pick my name, Christina? And they just, they were like, I don't know. Like, like there really? wasn't any, yeah, there was my no. My mom had a dream. Really? That's, yeah. She was going to name me Sarah Elizabeth. And she's like, I had a dream that you came to me as an adult and you said, it's very important that you name me Stephanie Lynn. Hence, my name is Stephanie Lynn Allen. Oh, that's great. I mean, I wish my mom could have just any, you know, she could have fabricated anything. Yeah. And, and actually I was, um, she said, Christina, and she said, well, we were torn between Natasha and Christina. Natasha. And she goes, you know, and your uncle John wanted to name you Conchita. And (laughs) (laughs) I I was like, that is a tough one to carry. Man. My kids are named April, June, May, and August, James, May. Oh. So I didn't really choose them, but my ex wanted to go with um, April, June, May for his little girl. He told me that years ago before we ever really? got pregnant. So it was just done when we had when we got pregnant with a little girl. We knew what to name her. But for him, for my son, he wanted to name him Spartacus. Oh. And I thought that was cool. But when yeah. I was pregnant, I was like, you can't name him Spartacus. I got to meet him first. Uh-huh. And so when I met him, I was like, yeah, he could pull that off because he's like, he's that dude. But um, Fiery he, spirit. but he went with August while while I right after or while I was in labor I guess he assigned the name so he he went <laughs> oh with really yeah it was so I've got all, yeah but it's kind of confusing but it's very but it's cool because you have the last name of May to go off of right so it's fun. It, people don't forget it and it's you know it's very great. Laurel Canyon because that's where it I live very Laurel it's very <laughs> very yeah, there's kids named Wow and Sunday and you know wow, I, mean, really? I want one of those names I use right? Wow all the time in my speech like I always go like I just did I went Wow it's Wow. Like, I know. I That's love. Fun. I love names that you can't forget. But so. I think yeah. August is. I always liked August too. Yes, actually. yeah, it's really it nice. And it fits him. But he could have totally been a Spartacus. I would not have mind. Those are yeah. great. At all. Yeah, I, I'm like, ooh, writing that one down. Yeah, <laughs> I have, um, my <laughs> accidental pregnancy. Oh. <laughs> I have a couple of those names floating around. <laughs> my um, my ex's mother, who's like my second mom, is totally just met the love of her life, and his name is Zeus. <gasps> oh, can you imagine so dating? Good. The Greek gods, like so, when he's you're an yelling out his name in bed. <laughs> I love that. I love that. We had a friend who, That's you know, awesome. found a lover at Burning Man, and his name was Odin, which is like he's like Greek, you know, not Greek, sorry, a uh, Nordic god name. I like and these. I like this trend. You yeah, know, right? yeah. I, I mean, it's just exciting. Those. Yeah, you feel like you found masculine treasure. name, right? We are totally diverging. <laughs> we are. That's okay, <laughs> though. That's okay. You got, no, it's awesome. We're having a good day here, man. I um, I have a friend of mine who um, I have like this amazing barbecue grill set up and he one day he was like man would you mind if I come over here sometime and and grill I just think it's so nice because he grew up in a barbecue family and I was like I'll tell you what 
I'll buy the meat and you can come and grill whenever you want. So he comes up like maybe every one to two weeks and ends up grilling something for me and my kids. That's, That's a awesome. sweet deal. Yeah. And I mean, he's a good looking guy too. Nothing sexual though. He's just using my <laughs> he grill. Just wants he to just go. comes over and makes me meat. You know, I always, <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. I've never really believed in that whole men like to grill. I mean, but that's true. Like, if it's, he's willing to journey for, you know, like every... For the setup. Like, he does the pilgrimage every week or two. It's just, so great. It's nice, uh, though. Like, a little every, ritual. Yeah, every couple of weeks I'm getting, like, this amazing... Like, and it's so good. It's the best barbecue I've ever had. So wow. right before I came up here, I was super hungry. I worked out this morning. I was about to leave the house and just grab a bar. And he showed up and cooked a steak. And I was like, fuck yeah. So I had a big... And I don't even <laughs> eat meat. Like, I, I can't even hardly eat steak anymore. But it's so good that I'm like, wow. Yeah. Like an animal. Okay. So can you host a barbecue party when a Dudley man comes over next? It's so funny. <laughs> it's like the universe like gives you stuff when you need it. Like I was just I was lamenting this grill. I tried to use it myself. Like I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out there and do it. That was probably like six months ago before I figured this whole arrangement out. And so I go out there and I'm I'm grilling chicken legs, which is so hard. I did okay. My kids liked it, but I mean it, you have to know what you're doing. It's an art. Well, I there was a gas grill at the building I lived in with my ex and we would barbecue like every Sunday and then um um, and then one time my mom was in town and my mom and I were like, well, we're going to do it. We'll grill. And, <laughs> and yeah, and it felt like a curse, like the thing wouldn't turn on. And I'm like, come on. And I just, it felt like such a female fail. And I was like, I refused to. Give it. And my mother like wouldn't give up. And it was like so much pride on the line. So <laughs> I know, I know because I'm a, I'm a girl like about, and I, I try to be tough and strong and be, I can do whatever I can do it. And I'm sure if I really worked hard and read a lot and right. figured out the exact temperature and like really, but I don't give a fuck. Like yeah. it just doesn't appeal to me. So it's, I you know I think something about, I think being a strong woman or being a strong person is realizing that you don't actually have to do everything exactly. and, and choosing hey, the things you want to do. And getting a hot yeah. guy to come over and do it for you. Yeah, like he wants to do it. That That's, yeah. You know where you're masterful and you know where you're not. Yes. There you go. And, you know? And yeah. that's, that's to be strong. <laughs> to acknowledge where your weaknesses are and let it be. Well, so it's cool though. So I'm already having a good day and I've got a full belly. So that's Delicious. pretty awesome. And last night was super cool too because over the summer um, I had this opportunity. One of my friends, I don't know if you guys know, know Jill Michelle Melion, but you, you'll have to have her on your podcast at some point. She's an amazing woman. She was on Mad TV. She's a good friend of mine. She's been on this podcast many times. Yes. And she, like you, wrote and produced her own movie. <gasps> Yeah. Right, and I'm in it. So we got to screen cool. it last nice. night. Oh, fun! It was so exciting. I haven't been to too many of these types of things before, but I have actually a decent role in it. And wow, yeah, and you watched cool. yourself on the screen. I got to see myself on this. It was a really how neat, was it? Yeah, it was cool. It was like in the private screening room at a sound studio. Mm-hmm. So it was beautiful. It was really like a great place to see it, and all the great cast audio. was there. And yeah, no, it was, I, I was pretty thrilled. So Neat. congratulations. Well, congrats. That's I amazing. know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Like, I'm, that's what yeah, you're doing too. I'm uh, in, we are in post-production, uh, al- like almost done, like two weeks from uh, finishing a film called Low Town. Um, oh, I had a dream about the title. So I'm actually going to call the director after this. <laughs> what, what was it? To change <laughs> the title? Can we say it on it? No. Should okay. I? Well, I could. Yeah. Actually it was, well, cause we were debating and I'm like, I think Low Town is provocative like or like there's something about it that feels right. But I was like, how can we make it more, like a hair more special? And I thought Low Town Love came to mind. Oh, I like that. Does that... Well, okay, why not? Why not try it out? I like... I mean, It'll be funny to run it by the you know the director and see what he thinks. Without no... I mean, I don't know much yeah, about you don't know the, the film. Story. Well, I can so. tell well, you. it does have a lighter... The, well, like so, Low Town sounds like... Um, 
like a it could be like some kind of cop thing or whatever. But Low Town Love sounds completely different. You're right. It does throw it in a completely different direction. So I wondered, ooh, excuse me, <laughs> a little coffee this morning. I'm a little burpy. It's <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let um, it out. This yeah, is a this, gassy mm. show. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, now you see, you're hot. See, it doesn't matter what you do. Has a week in you burp. can see that on, on YouTube now, people. Yeah, please, Just, like hashtag like burp fetish. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't that good. It was like a weak burp. Now yeah, I've got to like do a good one. A good one. <laughs> okay, wait, wait, okay. Oh, God. <laughs> No, that's all I've got. That's all you got? Yeah, that little like that little like squeak of a burp. I've <laughs> never yeah. It's a girly burp. Yeah. You gotta outsource them. <laughs> exactly. I like low town love. Yeah, so well well here's the movie. So the I movie the- is I would say like Okay, wait, dude, I'm going to give the log line, right? I mean, it's it, yeah. basically a failing actress steals uh, half a million dollars in diamonds from her mob boss father and then escapes across the country with like eccentric hitmen chasing her. Um, but I would say the film is really about interpersonal relationships, even though that's kind of the juicy like thriller plot. It's really about like her friendships and the people, you know, in her life, her life and like what is what is what what do we put value in? Um and so I think there is sort of this one, this friendship that unfolds where not, I mean, they, you know that they're friends and it's like, are they in love? Does it need to be more than what it is? Mm. You know, so there's, there's a it's lot like going action, on. It's a little bit like an, a little action it packed is. love I affair. I feel like it's, it's a, a love story. Comedy. It is. With, so I feel like low town love. That's what I thought. I'm like the theme, theme wise. It is. It is about love. So stay tuned because it's coming out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So low town, low town love. I don't know. Just keep an eye out. Um, <laughs> maybe look for, look for it on Twitter. I was actually just going to post um, Jeremiah Watkins, who you know, right? the comedian yeah. that does the roast battle and um, and is a regular and out the comedy store. He's an amazing sax player, and so we had him come in and do like this little solo bit for like a pop song that's in the movie. Um, Fun. yeah, so it's really exciting. I actually, so I, um, I produced and acted in it. Um, and you know, the director and I kind of shaped story, but I didn't write it. So he is the writer, uh, Joe Black, but, um, but we are, we are quite the duo. So <laughs> I just think it's like, it's just the way the industry and the business is at this point. I don't know. I don't know if it's changed much. It's just where everybody seems to be is like, fuck it. We're just going to produce our own stuff. Yeah. I mean, I know so many people, Kat Reinhart too. Um, nice. I, I did a small part in her film as well. And it's just, I mean, I, I'm producing my own movie. Like it's just, it, it's accessible in a way that it has never been before because of the affordability of yeah. digital. You know, yeah. Well, and I think also something that you're hitting on too is um, I, I feel like I run into situations with people that, you know, want like a big budget. They're like, hey, I have this vision for this project. And it's true. It's It's at the end of the day, people will... It's like you show up with a product and you keep making things, then people come to you because they see that you're creating. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's, you know, rather than holding yourself back because of a budget constraint or not, you know, feeling like, oh, I don't have everything at my fingertips. It's like you have to start in order for people to go, wow, look what you're doing. Let's give you more <laughs> so you can do more. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's it's trusting in your own ability to well and also like the marketplace has changed for films because a friend of mine was telling me that if you make a film and it's a two million dollar film the profit in that is no longer viable whereas like an indie that costs a couple hundred thousand you can make money on it because you can still sell it and you know right it gets views so i i don't know it's just it's just exciting to see like again woman power (laughs) all these girls creating and doing it's awesome yeah thank you super and same to you well we got tons of women power in here because i was just fascinated (laughs) with you oh my god stephanie like the your previous career seems so empowering and like 
I, I don't know. I just, I don't even know how to approach it. Cause yeah. it's like, <laughs> so how, you described your, your previous career as being a sensual massage therapist. Is I that- did. Well, I wasn't a therapist. I wasn't technically licensed, but um, <laughs> yeah, I did sensual body rubs for several years and occasional more than that um, for select few lucky clients. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so I was a, I called myself a sensual body worker and a, I mean, it technically is the sex industry. Um, but yeah, it was an, it was, a it, it's, it was an amazing gift, honestly. Like I can't say I, I had an amazing time doing it and I never had any complaints. Darkness, <laughs> no complaints. No, not have any complaints. Nobody writes great management. Reviews. Yeah. Her, her reviews on Yelp are great. Yeah. No, there are review sites and I am on them. <laughs> and, uh, oh, interesting. Yeah. No, I never, I really? don't participate. I am okay. really against this whole review thing. Um, <laughs> so I didn't even ever really look. Um, I don't think it's, I don't know. I mean, that's a whole separate thing. Sort of. It's, it's, it's weird. Sasha Gray talk. It's not, shouldn't talk about it, but in that film in, um, oh. Oh, the girl, girlfriend the, experience? Girl, yeah, in the film yes, so. they address that. But um, but yeah, so I never really paid attention to to reviews or anything. Well, I, I, I think but, can, yeah. I say I think we both have what I guess you'd term liberal ideas about it. But um, like even on our show, we've had guests on that talk about kind of sex industry and stuff like that. And I think it's very complicated. But I think that um, where you are coming from is a place of kind of like a body healing experience that uh, I think is not talked about enough in our culture. But like... People in general aren't necessarily getting enough touch. People don't have enough intimacy. Like I, anyway, well, so maybe yeah, I'm with this, dovetailing. With but. this, with this industry, I feel like, and this is, I kind of want. I this is a, a book that I have in the in the workings that I kind of want to address to the sex industry and to the women who are either in it or want to get in it. But um, it really is like you. You really do get out what you put in in a very very immediate way you know so i went into it immediate like the minute the minute like i had the idea um to go into it or sort of you know one thing led to another i was Wait, ex- totally describe excited. that to me though one thing led to another like you were already into giving central massage no not the- at all i um i mean i've always since i was a little girl i was fascinated by courtesans and ladies of the night and i knew it was naughty and i shouldn't be but i was you know and my favorite movie was dangerous beauty if <laughs> i, I saw belle du jour and i was like Whoa. and no actually, dangerous beauty no I no danger yeah and um and which is about a courtesan like veronica um uh what's her name veronica anyway oh. it, uh, i'm totally blanking. i'm not anyway. sure but belle du jour is like the housewife ends up like taking a lover no she gets into basically doing pros- prostitution but like yeah. Anyway, and, it, and it's like her fantasy, and then yeah, you know, like but, during the day, she like slips out of the house, <laughs> and and actually does. Oh, that's cool. But it's so it fascinated me. But um, and then I was I had an invitation to go work on a documentary as like a PA, and uh, it was about this man's work I was really passionate about, and I really wanted to go, but they um they couldn't pay my way, so because it's very indie, you know. And uh, so I'm like, okay, I'm going to go. I want to go to Russia. I really want to do this. I'm going to do it. And then I happened to go to my brother's college graduation back um, in Arizona. And I met up with a girlfriend who is a dear friend who I hadn't seen in years. And she's talking about all these amazing things she's doing and funding all these art projects and putting Mm. on these like gallery things. I'm like, that's amazing. But how the hell are you paying for all of this? And she's like, well, so, and she told, and that's what she was doing. She was doing sensual body work as well. And, uh, 
and I went away and it, and I, I was just floored. Like it didn't even didn't even connect the dots. I was just like, wow, what is that? And just rolling it around in my mind for a couple of weeks. I went back to my boyfriend in California, <laughs> and I was like, uh, we'd been together for like five like five six years forever. And and uh, and I'm like, what's just I'm so fascinated by it. And da da da. And then all like we were having dinner, and I'm like, oh my god, I should do it. I need to go to Russia. And I need money. <laughs> like it took me a while to really put it together. You know, what because was like, his he, reaction. You know what? He was a fucking doll. Can I curse on here? Yes. He was like, <laughs> as much as you fucking want. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, he lit up, and he's like, oh my god, that is perfect for you. <laughs> like you <laughs> will be amazing. You're a this. star, my yeah. love. I can tell you firsthand. He's like, you need a manager? No, I'm kidding. He was like, <laughs> he yeah, be, like be careful of that. That's yeah, interesting, though. He was okay with you. Totally, because I because I, I was coming at it from this perspective. I mean, I, I my mom was a body worker and a therapist counselor, and so I, I, I had this whole, I'm like, yes, I really did feel what I had to offer was... Um, like I didn't, I didn't see it as this dirty thing. I really felt like I could give men a beautiful, tender, feminine, sensitive, um, enlightening experience, and um, and I saw the value in that immediately. So from day one, uh, I went in with that intention. And whenever I took clients, I really, I literally sat down and sort of did a meditation and sent out my intentions of. The, of the the refined degree to which I wanted to give to these men, and um, and I always had amazing sessions, amazing clients, made amazing friends. I have funded a lot of my <laughs> art, <laughs> art artistic life, and um, and yeah, it's been an amazing journey. And also, it was a, on a personal level, it totally threw me into my power as a woman because and I'm not saying this would be the case for everybody who does this but for me in my particular history and psychology or whatnot I was coming from a place where uh you know you're in your 20s you're lost who am I what am I where's my worth what do I I don't know and even sexually I wasn't orgasming um I was um because I wasn't connected to myself or yeah I don't know so when I like there was something about stepping into that room for the first time and being with a you know man for the first time in that way and offering this where it was like I don't know if it was soul recognition or something but I just or maybe your life is on the line really because you're I mean anybody could walk through that door technically no matter how much screening you do so um, I don't know what it was yeah that's kind of scary has anybody ever come no 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 that you didn't no but I I'm a master borderline psychic screener though like I mean to the point where I pretty very accurately see even what they look like in my mind wow down to like their culture and where their blocks are sexually where we're going to jive where we're not am i okay with that like it's really i I mean i probably developed this over the years but yeah it makes sense the to have that intuitive you know you're you're interacting with so many people in that way that that you learn a lot yeah you had i mean you'd have to be connected i guess or have a good instinct yeah but how would you how would these people, guys find you so that you would? I have- mean, there's advertising advertising sites that um, that that world knows, um, and so yeah, I yeah, I mean, there's sites and you advertise. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I shared <laughs> an article. Your service. What I mean, but basically, pelvic massages for women are on the rise. 
And that's, that is, and that, well, that's a licensed thing. You can act, right? Yeah. Well, mean, yes. I mean, I would recommend to women making sure you really go to someone very experienced. It's funny because I was sharing my story of my tantric massage at Burning Man, uh, <laughs> to, to a group of women. And they were like, this one girl goes, wait a minute. Was he like, how did you find him? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. one's like on guard. Yeah. Yeah. Like, did he take advantage of you? And I was like, oh, I don't know, but it felt good. <laughs> you know, but uh, no, but it was, you know, I was like, no, he's like, he was a massage therapist. He actually runs a camp that is so like, you're all at these- burning man. And, and you're, you find out about this is going on. There's a camp the- that gives massages as like their gift, um, or, or body healing or like, t- uh, or tantric, it's but also one area of uh, burning man, like Reiki healing. It's one part of yeah. the, okay. So they, yeah, they have a, a camp on a corner, you know, like you go to their facility, they have a big tent set up and, um, and you can sign up for massage. And I kind of got lucky. I was, we were hanging out there. We were there together. And, uh, and so we, we were taking a little nap in the heat, you know, during the day and mm-hmm. someone said, you know, came in and was like, does anyone want a tantric massage? And I think everyone was a little on edge and that's why I but her hand flew right up. Well, it's, it's <laughs> Somebody's so hand was ready. Well, yeah, there was like a split second where I went, do I want that? And then I was like, I have a sex podcast. Yes. <laughs> you know, cause I, and then I told him, I said, look, I'm really nervous. I've never done this um but i've been wanting to and so i'm going to entrust myself with you and i just you need you to know nails? that i have fear uh it's funny i i didn't <laughs> as you say that but he was very the space that he brought me to what was, was very he, clean I mean, and he what was, was clean he, and he was towelette was he was he like like describe him dre- like yeah, yeah like he, how does a guy man. for for the men listening like how do you become a tantric <laughs> massage well i and get women him. to come over and let you yeah put their your fingers in them you're right uh yeah this is like important I, it is important i believe that he has been doing it for years he was an older gentleman how uh, old Good question. Maybe forties. Well, 40s. 40s? I was going to say, 50. but late for maybe fifty on the line. Okay. But like maybe mid forties, fifty. Um, uh, pretty normal kind of white man. You know, a little, uh, maybe a little heavier, but not you know large. And you just kind of, but kind of sweet. Had a big sweet fingers, face. little fingers. <laughs> it's normal. normal I don't know. Normal. And, and <laughs> the most important thing is that yeah. he's a tender, sweet, genuine person. Yes. Yes. I think genuine right. and polite. And he even he, he even didn't had give this... you any creepy vibe or anything. No, just not at really all. Well, clinical, like clinical, like as if you went to somebody like a chiropractor. Or something I think or... a little warmer than, or well, yeah. Like I mean, uh, so if someone a practitioner who's offering a service, mm-hmm. and um, and they're there for you and they're dental open. cleaning. Well, I wish dental cleaners would be so intimate. No, <laughs> no really. I mean, you it's know, it's a different orifice. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I actually have a, a dentist that I love, and they moved to Orange County, and I drive there now because they are so gentle and kind. <laughs> and I would like, yeah, all my services to be like. This. I love getting my teeth cleaned. I'm just like thrilled when I when I get it done. So I mean, oh, nice. somebody's picking around in your, in your mouth. Experience. Yeah, I mean, it's, I'm just glad to get it handled. So yeah, you know, well, I think like I've had just one other, little, just little rough, you know. Different a hole in my body. <laughs> yeah. No, so he's, he's, um, you know, he's the way that you have a massage therapist, very experienced. And he even had like a little chart that he printed because this is a sensitive subject for people. He's like, you know, there was sort of G rated and then like the X rated massage. And it was like where, and then like a list in between. And it was like, you tell me where you're comfortable. And then even during the massage, he, before say entering, uh, entering me for this fingers. Wait, you can choose between like just a G, what would a G rated massage? And then what would an X rate? Well, I think a, a G is, you know, it's your back. And maybe your arm, you know, your maybe limbs. More energy work. Like if he's doing tantric. Yeah, okay. he was. So he had ta- right. So tantric. So he's doing energy healing and and creating energy flow in your body through chakra points. Um, and which I could feel. I mean, incredibly skilled at what he did. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Um, but 
where was I going with that? The, I, I, the I want to hear from uh, oh, the, the X. Now. And then, yeah. And so there were different levels. And then of course, X is that you're okay with him entering your, um, the vaginal, yeah. you know, it's a vagina. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Kind of want like a fancier word for it. Can I say though? So there, so you had, so Christina, AKT had a, yeah. so, had we, so our show, massage. we're TNA on our show and I'm T and she's A just to clarify. Right. So we go with TNA talk sex. And yeah, Christina is T. Yeah. Okay. And Stephanie, I, and Stephanie is an A. a. Um, I think like when people listen, they're like, who's who? Right. <laughs> like, look at our bodies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm curvy up here and she's got a great booty. And so it's a little wink at the, you know. TNA. Oh, but we're beautiful everywhere. You but, are. Um, all women are. <laughs> no, all women are. Yeah, you know. But I do want to mention that there's also, like, you can have this experience with tantric massage, but there's also, you can search out sexological body workers. And we had a... Yeah. Who also, like, this is like a... Um, I don't know if it's a... There is a certification process. Yeah, there's actually a school in San Francisco, for example, that right. is licensed legally and, uh, and trains people formally to be really skilled at providing... Uh, healing through yeah, and we sex had work. we had a man on our show who is a who had been uh, studying tantra for twenty years and sexological body work, and I went I had several sessions with him where it was it's like a two hour well we did multiple hour because he he was a friend and gifted me it was wonderful but um, like it's just a great body session where it starts with massage there's all kinds sound healing massage everything and then and you know in the end culminates in this vaginal massage massage yeah he truly used glove and he used you know lube and it was a little bit more it was i mean it's definitely is a service and yeah um, it's yeah definitely a sort like it doesn't feel but the idea the philosophy being that there's like 30 or 40 different places in the pelvic floor that you can have access to through the vagina where you can release pressure where we hold tension from different traumas or just holding tension in yeah. general. So I think that's a great kind of thing for men thing. to just put on their resume that they attended this school in San Francisco yeah. so they could learn how to, you know, like, and also I wonder if it's like when you know how, when you go to get a cheap haircut at the, <laughs> at the students, like <laughs> if you're in San Francisco, ladies, Oh, great question. Yeah. Student. I'm going to yeah. call them and find out. I'm going to call, find out. I was supposed to actually go visit a friend. So I'll, I'll suss that out and let you guys and know. See if you <laughs> just show do. up and, and let a student kind of work it out yeah. and see how they're, um, but I, yeah, I wanted to add, I, you know, what I loved about our, our, when our guest came on the show to talk about his body work, um, and I thought this was surprising, but he talked about how, in fact, a lot of women who've experienced like um, certain sexual traumas will come to him and may, oh. and he's able to work with them to kind of get comfortable in their body again Yeah, and to trust their body. That is interesting. Yeah. Because if you've had something that's really just made you feel like it's a negative space, yeah. that a positive experience could really be helpful, I'd yeah. imagine. Yeah. And I, I want to say, I think literally every woman I talk to, I'm like, go have this experience. Because <laughs> Free yourself. It's not Free just yourself. like, it's not just <laughs> like, you know, even if you haven't been sexually abused or gone through something that traumatic, I do feel like we do hold all kinds of really subtle impressions from culture, from things we've picked, you know, things judgments. that have been said to it. Yeah, totally. Even self-judgments about ourselves, our body, what we expect of us sexually and to give and not to give in a just, dynamic. And so it's, I think it's helpful. For yeah. Weird everyone. relationship things come up, yeah. uh, you know, resentments towards parents. I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, the whole emotional range is going to come out there. Let it all out. <laughs> That's why like plays like the vagina monologues hit so hard is because it's yeah. so, there's so much True. in it that I directed it in college. They, there you go. Yeah. See? Yeah. You, it was also in the making. I feel like the fact that we say, ended yeah, up with totally. this. Okay. So the most important question then from that experience is, did you come? 
Oh, 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 during the tantric massage. It was funny because I, I, I actually have like tremors when I, during like sexual experiences, my whole body sort of shakes. And so it was very intense in that way. And, um, and, but I wasn't orgasming. And then I was like, could you touch my ears? <laughs> Cause I was like, I needed that. And, uh, and he, and then he said, he's like, oh, he's like, you might orgasm from that. So I think he's had a lot of experiences with women orgasming. I'm, I think of myself almost like one of those Japanese wooden boxes you have to like tap in like, like there's like five taps you do to it and it's like a, spe- a special rhythm in order to get the <laughs> orgasm to heaven. Yeah. Do, and do, do, do. Yeah. Every woman do. is. Every woman has her own code. Right. Well, well, but I feel like the Japanese wooden box, it's not obvious and it's and it's a little bit like you got to learn it and then don't forget it. And uh, and so I think I'm, I'm like that a hair more complicated, a, a very... Um, like, touch my po- ear, put this... Okay. Yeah. Like Rub a, my quite, head. Yeah. Well, yeah. Pat, On our show, we talk me. about it. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, got to do this. Da, da, da. There's got to be like this rhythm. There's got to be syncopation. It's really like an instrument. Like I have to be... <laughs> I really want to one day try to make you orgasm because after hearing it on the show so many times, I'm really curious. I'm like, <laughs> could I do it? That'd be hilarious. <laughs> we should do a show like that and be like, see if I feel like your arm might get tired. Like there's, a, you know, I don't know if I can do it. Yeah. Like some Actually, lovers no, get you, worn you out. You do it as a show. Like actually yeah, and then talk it. about it. Yeah. I just think, <laughs> or, or what if you did it on, the, I, on the podcast oh, while you're literally, literally like, live us. and see how long the podcast goes. I don't even, <laughs> it's the longest podcast ever because your box is on, it's tough to end. <laughs> tough code. Tough code. Oh, look at this. Like, but nobody will stop listening. I mean, it would be like, the lo- mind you, I've never fully right. made love to a woman, so you would be my first. Yeah, it would be. Wow, wow inter- interesting. Um, I, <laughs> oh, I had a, quite the Lothario that I was sleeping with at one point, and and he was like, "You are, you're, you're a little bit of a riddle. You're, you're a little work." You know, he's like, "You're." <laughs> I, I take some pride in that. Actually, I'm kind of like, yeah. But bring at least you, bring your best. You it's cool though, that you know you yourself and that you know. So you told him to touch your ears, and was that sort of like. It was a wonderful release, but I think that there's, I mean, that's a good question. I think there's sort of levels of orgasm for women. And, um, and so I was in an open place where technically I'm having these releases, which you could say are orgasms, but Maybe I not guess a full climax. Yeah. I think of like, I have this one orgasm that's sort of the seesaw of like the, the inner vagina and my clitoris. And it's sort of like seesaws. And then I'm like, ah, and I feel it in my whole body. And then I'm like, oh, I'm done. Please wait. <laughs> you know, or like, like for 10 minutes and then I'll come again. Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> I think this would might mimic your experience too, but for me it was more like it was like hours of an orgasmic state yeah. or energy Ooh, yeah. that you're in, you know? So it's not like one bam, like firework thing. It was more like you get to this level and you're just constantly kind you're of like in on. this. You're yeah. energetically. Well, and also he's like, he channeled all my chakras and like my head is like buzzing. I can feel it through my whole body. And I'm like, I'm an electrical like energy field. <laughs> <laughs> how long did the massage last? Did you even lose concept of time? I did. Yeah. I don't know how, but I think it was probably, it was like 45 minutes or an hour. There was no time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> time stands Yeah. Still. I think I was there for three days. <laughs> Stockholm syndrome. No, no, I think it was like an hour and actually it ended sooner than I wanted it to. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, but I, oh, I asked him, uh, oh, and, and I left, I wanted to say I left feeling like taller and powerful, like in my power and, you know, strong and present. I mean, it was beautiful. Um, but I wanted to say that he, I asked him after I said, how did you get into this? And he said, a girlfriend wanted to try tantric massage or, or tantric sex with him. And they started going to classes and then they were learning and, you know, and I think it slowly evolved for him over the years. And, and then, you know, 
So I thought that was sort of an organic way of getting into it. Right. It's a woman convinced him that she, yeah, yeah. what guy wouldn't be like, all mm-hmm. right, I'm going to learn this. This is yeah. great. Yeah. It helps him every, but, but to be sex God. Yeah. Well, at, at, at Burning Man, he's just out there the whole day, just gifting, gifting women, getting his fingers in there. Right. Yeah. I mean, I wonder, did, did, does he, he derive pleasure as well? I wonder. Actually, I'm, I, it's so funny. That's I a good question for that. you though, because that's, well, I can I, say I, I genuinely, and from, cause I met this man that, that was the mm-hmm. practitioner for her and I, um, I, and like, even for me, um, I mean, there's the, it really is like a, like a therapy a session yeah. and, and a service where I'm, and that's the beauty actually, to me of, of a true, true central massage is you really do have the polarity of giving and receiving. Whereas in sex with a loved one or not, <laughs> with a guy <laughs> of the night, you know, it's like a constant cycle and you're switching and da da da. But, but in this situation, um, you know, in order for the guys to get like really fully receive everything that I'm giving them, they do really have to get into a state, a receptive open state, which I think for men is really Ooh, special yeah, and nice. Yeah. Oh, nice, yeah. Nice. But, um, and, uh, wait, say that again, like into a receptive open space. I've got to pause here for just a second and, and bring Aaron into the conversation. Oh God. <laughs> Aaron, cause I need a man's perspective here because I think when I think about it, I think that's a woman attributing it onto, whereas it might just be, I, I just want a happy ending. I want, I need to, to, to come. Yeah. But so, but here's the thing though, is like, I don't offer that. Like, yes, they do want to come, but if you want, if, if a guy's just like, man, I'm so fucking horny and I just want tits and ass in my face and I just want to come. They go to another different girl. If like if guys who come to me, He's I mean, nodding by the way, you can't see that. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, like if, if that's what they want, they're gonna go to a girl that they like. It's that's yeah, and they, that. they don't, I mean, right? And but they are not gonna care about you know. I don't know. Guys who come to so me, so you're you would in the past you'd be offering more of a sensual like a. Is there also conversation because you're you're brilliant well, to talk to? So maybe right, it's also so here's a connection. Thing. I think it's also because I have so much more to offer than just tits and ass, and I put that I I, I put that in my ads when I was you know that and they're so, going to have this full experience. Yeah, so like you when you read my ad copy, you get that oh this is a very dynamic like a courtesan, not a whore, a courtesan. You know? <laughs> oh my god, or like a, word. Well, whatever. <laughs> like okay, a street. There's a di- and there's, there's a, a difference. They want a street worker. I would say you know someone who's just a woman who's not interested in offering more or companionship or anything versus someone from my perspective where you really are offering, you know, companionship and person and connection. And even if it is just for an hour for a massage, it does, it's a different experience for me. So I offer that. Is there kind of a orgasm included conversation and kind of a more of a, I'm a, um, sure. I mean, a little bit of small talk, not necessarily. Sometimes they come in and the connection is all, and I'm, and this makes me good at what I do. What I was doing then was that, um, you can, I mean, it is an art to be able to immediately and fairly deeply and authentically connect with someone right when you open the door pretty instantly, you know, no, it's like acting. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you got to do it well, which means that's yeah. real, right? Yeah. And so, um, and that just, that takes an openness on the practitioner's end and not a lot of women in this industry are, you know, there's a lot of issues or like, they don't really give a shit. There's right. like well, there's a, lot a lot of women of fear don't, and judgment. Yeah. And, and I think there's a lot of women who don't really respect their clients. Um, and yeah. it's like, oh, like a lot of women, I, I you know, I, I read 
And here it's like they're happy to just, oh, well, if, you know, if he's willing to spend money just to get a fucking orgasm, great, I'll take advantage of that. And that to me is a very dark and dirty way of going about it. And I don't see it that way. And I don't treat my clients. Yeah, I, well, I, I wouldn't treat anybody. But else, just to bring but, it back to the question of, sorry. you know, no, no, but, but do you get, you know, <laughs> do something I get from something it? Well, I was going to ask and be more oh. direct with the question too. Like, I mean, I, if I was giving somebody pleasure, I, I would probably get turned on. So have you I ever have found control yourself? over that? And I don't know if what there, where that comes from, but, um, um, I can, uh, there's a deeper, satisfaction for sure in giving anything like i think we yeah. all have whenever you give anything and whenever you see someone who's totally yeah if somebody's totally excited soaking up and- excited and you're able to take them there but it's a different it's not a sexual pleasure it's just a it's like it's the pleasure of seeing someone i don't know happy or something it's just yeah. it's beautiful but sure there there are times um if it's like a certain kind of person or honestly, depending on where I am in my cycle. <laughs> so mm. sometimes if I was like ovulating or right, something, more... I would be so on <laughs> and I'm like, oh man, some, and some days I'd be wishing for that magical kind of client that would come in. There was, um, um, how many times? Okay. I have taken, I took two clients as personal lovers. Oh, um, that I ended up being like a mistress. Uh-huh. Um, so we went off book, uh, which I do not recommend. Um, <laughs> complicated. Then you things. lose the client too. You do, but which is fine because you gain in friendship and there, you know, there's a currency to any kind of relationship. So th- this so. was a man that was in a marriage that ended up with you on both. Of, yes, both of they were both. Um, and I, was, I would say therapist. I was more like <laughs> yeah. therapist yeah, sure. mistress. Yeah. And I totally but kept them in That's a in whole other podcast, by the way, to talk <laughs> yeah. about that type of a relationship. I mean, that's something that I could ask you a bazillion questions Actually, about separately. Yeah. You're fascinating. Yeah. Happy to talk about it. I, said, oh I recently God. found myself also in the in the role of dating uh, some married men. Yeah, you which, have. Yeah, really? I'm currently, which I never was before. And I always dated younger and now I'm kind of on this other side where they're like, kids are a little older and like, I, yeah, I don't know. And Can I, I finish my one? Yes, of course. I just want to say, there was that one client mm-hmm. <laughs> where I literally, he walked in, we we just connect, he was a beautiful soul, I could tell, we just connected, like we didn't, he was like very shy, didn't speak, we didn't like have any small chat and we just had a beautiful session. It's good because the beautiful thing about sensual massage is like with any touch, you can really share yourself through your touch. And if someone's really open and receptive and you're also as the practitioner, really open and receptive, there can be this whole dialogue and experience (laughs) happening. And, um, and so anyway, so he came in, we had this beautiful session. I was ovulating and totally horny. And I just said, will you do you want to make love with me? Well, that was one of my like, questions I was about to the table ask. And it was amazing. Oh my God. I was going to ask <laughs> but that. But only like once. It, okay. Cause yeah, I was going to say, what uh, is it always your hands that you use in the sessions? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm very particular with who I'll do more with. Um, but it, you will, it, it would have at times. And I would, I mean, yeah, sure. I have. Yeah. But Can it depends I, if, you know, if they're willing to, you know, is there match me at my, <laughs> what I'm asking, but also, um, but there needs to be, yeah, I don't know. Is there it's a different tier of, of what you will charge people for different services? Well, of course, yeah. How does that work itself out? What do you mean? Well, like, what, what, <laughs> let, let's, say, let's say, what's the, what, like, I just want to come in and have the, the basic. What does that run you up on then on up? Well, it depends. I mean, there are girls it's, offering it for like nothing, for like a cheeseburger. <laughs> um, up to, 
three at the end. I was charging four, four hundred for, for an just hour a basic, for a basic massage. Yeah. Um, well, a suggested su- donation, a su- right? Yeah, but um, <laughs> suggested donation. Suggest- yes, exactly true. Um, but uh, no, but I, I don't know what's your yeah. So of course I didn't, but I didn't offer. Like I never, I never. What's not like someone calls on the phone it's like yeah this is what i offer a b and c it's like no 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 everyone comes in for the basic and if i have a special connection with you if we've had if we get to know each other and i you know and i feel comfortable or whatever then i might off i feel like that's that's life in a lot of ways like any you know other services offered um i wanted to just comment that toes done they add you know they try and upcharge you you want the leg rubs too yeah it'd be an extra 10 bucks you're like fine no i did yeah no right those are it's always sort of painful when that's yeah. when it's being like split like that that's a good yeah, example yeah. i would say my my tantric monsieur he did i asked him that question though i was like do you get anything do you find or i said do you find it um depleting kind of energetically because he's giving so much oh. that was my thought was like okay like you're saying as a service you're giving and it's and yeah. it is t- you know physically are you demanding when, you're all d- when you would be done with it well he said so he said that he was like no I, I mean i get back from this too because there is the pleasure of you know knowing that i'm giving and like seeing kind of how successful i am with it right like it's and and because it's tantric you're sh- He's sharing his energy with mine. And if I'm giving energy back, then there is a mutual exchange. Yeah. Um, was I, I mean, it's, I think it depends on my state of mind. You know, like there were some days where I would be exhausted if I um, was just overwhelmed with all the other projects I was working on and I wasn't fully in it, you know, for that day or something. Was there ever a client yeah. that you just could not get off? Um, for whatever reason, you know what? (laughs) It's the clients who, uh, sort of fall in love and then they want more and then they're not happy with just the, the degree of intimacy that a hand job or whatever, or whatever my service, the whole session offers. So it's those guys that, um, that I end up having to sort of break up with. Oh, so you have to like dismiss them as a client. Well, I just say, I'm like, listen, I think, you know, you're looking to either date or you want something more, you know, and and it was, and they would talk to me about it. They'd be like, Hey, would you, you know, like, you know, and those, these are guys, they become friends. I mean, they're friends and you have a total friendship. You see them over years and, you know, and you totally get to know each other and, um, and yeah, and I'm amazing. So. <laughs> yes. Do you ever feel like when you're with a guy that you're in a relationship with and that you're like working, you're like, I have to, time to make the donuts. What do you mean when, I, when I'm when, in yes. relationships? Because you're like, I could have, I could have made an extra 400 bucks right now. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> That's oh God, hilarious. Yeah. Although, can I say, I'm not being on a, any sort of monetary system with sex. I mean, I'll have experiences with people where I'm like, I should oh, charge for yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, oh no. Oh no. Like, <laughs> like I, like back to like, I'm a sex podcaster and this is how we do it. <laughs> like, this is a full experience, you know? So, you need yeah. to be compensated. Well, right. I mean, like I say that, like I do say, I have like every dynamic has a currency, really, yeah. you know? And whether it's love, intimacy, friendship, you know, like resources or money, whatever, it's there. And so if it's not wow, going to be in love, it's going to be in money, but it has to be there. Wow. That's intense when you put it out there like that. It's true. I had a writing class in college and he said, he's like, why are your parents married? And people were like, my love. And he was like, mm. 
<laughs> and he's like, no, I mean, sure, they love each other. So it's not to hate on that. But when you're writing a story, people people come together for a reason. Like, what is their exchange? Wow. What so is, every exchange has, like every transaction and every, like, yes, and that's there's not, something. No, it's not saying it's bad. Right. But it's it's a, it's really, you're, it's like, what are your needs? And what is right. that person's needs? And, and how do you fulfill each other? Exactly. Right. And, and sometimes you just, it's financial. Sometimes it's, but yeah. there's always sort of something there that two people or whatever, or a group of people might be offering each other and. Yeah, it's negotiating and, and it's constant. Yeah, yeah. and my wow. clients would ask me; they'd be like, "Well, what's the t- you know you because I'm an open book, so I would tell them everything about <laughs> me, you know." And so I would tell them, and they'd be like, "Who are you dating? What are you doing?" And I'm like, "Well, I'm having an affair with this man who was a client," and uh, and they'd be you know fascinated and and helpful and friendly and. Um, but we would talk about, and they they would always were always fascinated with well, what what's the what was the difference between a client and a personal lover, and like where yeah. did you draw that line? And and it really, and this is what really got me thinking. I really contemplated, it. I'm yeah. like, it's a currency. It's like when we, when our personal dynamic has reached a level where we're fulfilling each other somehow on some friendship level for whatever reason in our lives at that moment, he was getting something from me. I, I was for one guy totally keeping him in his marriage <laughs> and keeping him sane. Wow. He had just had a kid and was like freaking out and panicking and, and like was, you know, I felt like I was sort of in his life to, I was sort of a bridge, you know, to his youth in this other way of being a man that he didn't want to let go of or was afraid of letting go of or something. I don't know. I mean, that's, that's my perspective mm. of it. But, um, you know, so I did something for him and then he was, um, uh, uh, I was picking his brain with business and, and, um, and the industry and, and stuff that I wanted to know about. And, and we also had just had a really beautiful heart connection. So it was fulfilling in a way that I felt money wasn't needed in anymore, you know, oh. so I took it personal. Wow. And then when that well was said. fulfilled, it, you know, had to end or go into it go back to being paid (laughs) (laughs) well so there are freebies right and or different kinds of exchanges well they're yeah Yeah. they're earned in in different ways yeah you girls are awesome i love you guys so much i'm so glad i met you like it's 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 special and rare to meet people like you're just open and cool and i want you guys to come back with i think that whole conversation we almost started about infidelity would be a great another day if you come back yeah Yeah. it's interesting because we talked a little bit about that on your podcast and i i had a very strong opinion i was like well if a guy strays um when you have a marriage and we'll, we'll talk about this later but I just because because guys you can go in and listen to their podcast again it's tna talk yes, right tna talk sex and where can so, it, be, it can be found itunes yeah. stitcher soundcloud itunes stitcher soundcloud yeah um we have am i missing something i was gonna say oh on social media it's uh-huh. ta talk sex without the ampersand because the ampersand is like not searchable <laughs> So TA talk sex, but, uh, but on iTunes, if you type in T ampersand A talk sex or T and A, the word and A. Right. You'll see our pretty little faces will pop up. Yay! So I have dark hair in it. Don't be confused. <laughs> you both look amazing. But uh, it's the conversation we had, and I, I was really strong about like, well, once you've taken a vow, if a guy strays from that, it, 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 um, it's really hard to go back from that because of the the lie that is going to exist between these two people forever. Mm-hmm. But then I neglected to say there's also a vow taken that she would want to touch his dick. So when you were talking on your podcast oh, about yeah. that, it, I didn't really come at the time after I left. I was like, you know what? There's a secondary mm-hmm. thing because 
you know, and then so the, the but it still leads back to them needing a conversation. But guys, go totally, and listen yeah. to the podcast that I did with these girls yeah. this past week because it's really fun and really good, as was this. And we'll have you guys back. Um, before I let everyone go, though, I wanted to do this really quick. I had a really fun DM on my Twitter from a fan who um, it's it's uh, Thanksgiving in Canada. I'm Canadian. Oh. And so uh, he's an African-American fellow. He's always sending me really funny tweets. And he goes, um, it's Thanksgiving up here. And... Um, where are you, girl? <laughs> he said, I'm not. He said, I'm ready to feast on some white meat. <laughs> wow. Oh my God. And I was oh like, my. I had to share that. I just was like, so happy Thanksgiving to my Canadian listeners. <laughs> I hope you enjoy all the different kinds of meat <laughs> this week. <laughs> and, uh, and so we already did social media. Is there anything else you guys want to plug before we're. Do we? I mean, yeah. Your no. personal Twitter, anything like that? Um, it's all, I mean, oh, it's yeah, all I mean, TNA, right? It's yeah. all, like, if you go to our, um, if you go to TA Talk, TA Talk Sex. Sex, yeah, in the link, it says, like, I'm Cree Hepburn, yeah. which I shortened Christina and, yeah, and Stephanie Steph Allen. Allen. So it's all on there. All right. Yeah, awesome, guys. Yeah. Thank all you. Right, thank you guys so much for listening to Perfect 10 Podcast. I'm Lana Turner. You can find me online, L-A-H-N-A-T-U-R-N-E-R. And uh, tell 10 people, come back and listen again. And uh, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Perfect 10. Tune in next week when we'll do it again. Hit up Facebook and Twitter and tell all of your friends and... Well, you get the idea. Subscribe. Visit our page on iTunes. Leave us plenty of comments and a high rating. Check out our website at perfect10pod.com. We'll see you next week. Sucker.